Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. See what living vibrantly can mean for you. It starts with Goshen Health. Get strong, feel better, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Success. Welcome to another episode of The Sound of Goshen, a presentation of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. And this is Sounds of Success. And boy, you put a you put a face on success in downtown Goshen, and this is one that smiles back at you. It's Gina Lichty, who, uh, let's see, what hat should we put on you? Can we put iDart on you? Can we put uh, the, the good of Goshen on you? Can we put downtown Goshen Inc? I mean, you've had so many hats over the years, and all of them have brought just such great fruit to downtown Goshen. Thank you so much, Vince. I mean, any uh, any attribute that's positive, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me peel back all the way. Um, how does how does a, a, a young lady from Rensselaer High School end up in Goshen, Indiana, and then stay? Well, I came to Goshen to attend Goshen College. Mm-hmm. My parents are both GC alumni. And uh, so I'd heard a lot of things, good things about uh, the college. And one of the things that intrigued me the most was their study abroad program. And so I wanted to take advantage of that, knowing that I I wanted to go to school in Indiana, but there aren't a lot of schools that require that as part of their curriculum. So I was able to do that and and learn some Spanish along (laughs) the way. Uh, and then after college, uh, decided that Goshen was a great place to make my home. And, uh, so worked here initially in, uh, social services. And then, uh, I had studied communication and English as a, as a student and decided to put that to work, uh, in a full-time communications job later on working for, uh, the RV industry. And so did that for a very long time. Um, until 2009, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when there were some significant changes, and and I became a freelancer for a while, <laughs> <laughs> along with 20,000 other people in this community. And then in uh, 2011, my husband Ben and I decided to put our full time efforts into uh, IDART Creative Studio, which is a marketing and event production firm. So mm-hmm. and have been doing that ever since. So when you were a Goshen College student. Um, the connection between the college and downtown. What was it like? So it was a very different time in Goshen. There was a lot uh, less connection between the downtown and the college itself. So as a student, I really didn't uh, engage a lot in coming downtown. Um, but I had some friends, Brenda and Tony Kaufman, mm-hmm. who decided to open a little coffee shop in downtown Goshen and uh, Gail Nofziger decided to open a salon in downtown Goshen. And so I started to see some of the things that were happening here, um, along with the artist guilds that w- opened in the early 2000s. And then, uh, you know, later the Goshen Farmers Market. Mm-hmm. And I became a board member for the Goshen Farmers Market. And that was really my first introduction into seeing all of the creative things that this community had to offer and really solidified apparently permanently <laughs> my <laughs> my love and and desire to invest into this community for the long term i've often said that anything that's worth doing is worth doing at least 20 years and we're going on about 20 years <laughs> at this point um and and i still feel deeply invested in goshen and excited about 
uh, not only where we've been, uh, but where the future is going to take this community as well. It's interesting that you mentioned the Kaufmans because <laughs> I remember when the electric brew first opened um, mm-hmm. in a different location uh, where JoJo's Pretzels is now. But I can remember some of the whispers and some of the not so whispering comments of, oh, it's never going to make it. You know, they think it's New York. They think it's Seattle right. or whatever. I mean, you got that. And then all of a sudden, boom, uh, it has become one of the most recognized places in Goshen for people coming from outside Goshen. Did you see those kinds of potential for all of downtown when you first started to explore this? There were definitely business owners who were making significant investments in properties that had been long overlooked. Um, And Brenda and Tony really helped ignite the spark. But of course, you know, with the help of Dave Mm -hmm. and Faye, Dave Pottinger and and Faye Peterson, um, who were also making significant investments in taking historic buildings back to their original beauty and removing some of the horrible facades Mm. that had been overlaid on top of gorgeous two-story windows and things like that. And so I think, you know, Dave and Faye get a lot of very appropriate credit for helping younger people see the potential in the community. And so that was certainly true for me as I started to see these historic buildings come to life. And um, ultimately, one of the iterations of IDART along the way, we actually had a business in downtown Goshen. Mm -hmm. So we had an art gallery and event gathering space here for about five years. Um, but we we were not alone in that. As as these investments in the physical infrastructure started to happen and as artists found a place mm-hmm. to gather and and create their work, even if they weren't selling their work in Goshen, they had a space to work and gather, it created this whole vibe <laughs> that was so transformational. Um that ultimately attracted, you know, other types of retail businesses. So it was a great, like, real-time, real-life example of the power of the arts to drive economic development. Mm-hmm. And then along comes First Fridays, um, power yeah. of the Downtown Goshen Inc. Uh, iteration, but First Fridays especially just blossomed. Yeah. Um, so out of that artist foundation, um, my husband Ben and I had created the Goshen Open Studio Tour, which Mm -hmm. was a, you know, biannual showcase of all the artists in in the area. And there were, there are, there were then, and there are now many accomplished artists in our community. Um, And so I was by that time serving on the downtown Goshen Inc. board. So this would have been 2006, roughly. Mm -hmm. And we were looking at ways to continue to invite people back to the downtown to see all this these great things that were happening, the new stores that were opening, um, the artists who were working here, and the great retail that was developing as well. And so um, we were familiar with the First Fridays concept. It's done in a lot of bigger cities, typically to showcase artists and things like that. But we thought there might be an opportunity to, to expand that concept in Goshen to say, not only will we showcase the arts, but we'll find... You're good. <laughs> Not only will we showcase the arts in Goshen, but we'll also highlight all the great retail that's downtown. Now, you know, coming downtown for entertainment on a Friday night is not a new concept. My mom grew up in Goshen and, mm-hmm. you know, she used to come down a lot. My cousins grew up here and cruising was, you know, this was the cruising capital <laughs> of the Midwest. So it wasn't right. like we stumbled on a new idea, but 
what we were able to do and what Goshen is so good at is uh, getting people to collaborate and cooperate. Mm -hmm. And so we presented the idea. We said, okay, if we're going to start First Fridays, we got to get at least 20 businesses to sign on. Otherwise, it's not worth anybody's time if there's not a critical mass of entertainment. And we did. We had 20 businesses that were willing to take the risk to say, yes, I will pay extra money on a Friday night when there's been nobody coming down on Friday nights mm -hmm. for, you know, a decade. We'll give it a shot. We'll try it for a summer and see how it goes. Well, it went exceedingly well. <laughs> uh, you know, within a year, we had ten to 15,000 people coming mm -hmm. down on a Friday, on the first Friday of every month. It, particularly in the summertime and then with like the fire and ice festival oh, yeah. in the winter. Um, and it's been one of those events. We're now in year 15 that continues to really connect the community. Um, it was obviously a, a really hard downtime during the <laughs> peak of the pandemic times yeah. to try to shift that online. But, you know, last year we were able by the fall to bring some of those events back and we saw the community bounce right back. Well, and, and First Fridays for me seemed to be one of the conduits that, that whether it was by design or whether it was just by process, we were able to take the newcomers, if you will, people like the Electric Brew, Ignition Garage, and, you know, folks with vision, the art studio, folks with vision about what things could be, and marry them to the long-established businesses. You know, the Olympia Candy Kitchen is the oldest con continuing restaurant in, in Elkhart County. And Wildress Chews and, and, and Scott maximized the opportunity for First Friday. And that really seemed to be a catalyst for putting the old and the new together. You make a great point there, Vince. It, it truly was. Those meetings of the downtown merchants where mm -hmm. people could share ideas about how they were doing things or approaching you know, their their first Friday sales or promotions or just brainstorming together were invaluable. And th there truly was mentorship that was happening between those very well-established businesses and the folks that were just getting their, their initial start. And I think both had something to learn from one another and they really optimized that, that opportunity. So, um, you know, without those well-established businesses being willing to take a risk. I mean, they'd seen mm -hmm. all types of sales and oh, promotions yeah. mm -hmm. and things before. And the, and the young folks also being willing to say, yeah, we'll, we'll do this. And I mean, and when you think about the time period and what was happening economically in Goshen mm -hmm. during, I mean, we started in 2007. <laughs> um, but I think some of the timing of that ended up being serendipitous in a way because during that time period, uh, things were so economically terrible in this community, but people wanted a way to support one, en one another. And First Fridays was one of the ways that people could do that for very low cost. They can just come downtown and well, buy a soda or, you know, visit because, friends. Because when you think about it, uh, there's probably nobody in downtown Goshen better buy the books. You know, Economy Retail 101 than Scott Wildruff. Right. And probably no bigger dreamer than Myron Bontrager, who took over the electric brew. And those two are examples of everybody in downtown Goshen who just said, hey, forget the labels, we're coming together. Exactly. Yeah, people were concerned very little about 
ideology, you know, personal ideology mm -hmm. and political ideology and much more interested in how does this town become a place that's vibrant and thriving and how, what can I, I contribute to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So um, I feel really fortunate to have had the opportunity to participate in that and to uh, help provide some guidance to it along the way. I feel more like a, a steward of the event than, you know, uh, any other label that I, I've been attributed to that. So it really is the community's event. It's the mm -hmm. community's neighborhood. And what Goshen chooses to do with it is, is up to Goshen and, and this greater community. Well, I wanted to bring it home with two questions. One is, and I'll put you on the spot, but you're a marketer, so you're used to telling <laughs> stories. Um, one of your favorite downtown Goshen stories. Oh, that's a good question. There are many. Um, well, this is a more recent story, and I'll try to get through it without choking <laughs> up. But, um, you know, in those initial days when there, it was looking pretty bleak and stores were forced to be closed, and many of our downtown re retailers had never really established an online presence. And so we started convening weekly Zoom meetings just so the merchants could share ideas with one another. And during those meetings, uh, the downtown merchants started offering to each other access to their online selling portal. So Janice Motorcycles, as an example, said, hey, Myron, you don't have an online store yet, but you can sell your coffee through our online mm. store. And there were numerous examples of that. And so I watched this community that, you know, was so financially devastated and emotionally devastated, reach out and just find small ways that they could help each other make it through. And because of those networks of support, people were able to survive. And, I, you know, it's just a remarkable testament to Goshen's spirit of cooperation and collaboration and it's what gives me energy and continued hope in wanting to continue to participate and support those efforts. That's terrific. And then one last question. On the top of Gina's bucket list, <laughs> what would you like to see in the next month, year, two years, whatever that timetable might be? But if you could pick just one thing, what would it be? That's also a very good question. <laughs> there are many things that I would love to see. Um one of the inspiring things is all the residential development mm -hmm. that is happening um, adjacent to the downtown and, and near the community and seeing what a priority that is for people to live close to the downtown. And so I think seeing the fruits of that investment that's been happening actually fully come into fruition over the next five years, I think more residential development around the downtown district is very what excites me the most and what I hope to, to see more of. That's in the terrific. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Well, uh, 15 minutes goes really quickly. <laughs> and turns out that when I listed all your hats at the beginning of the program, I left off the most important one, <laughs> community collaborator. You've really been able to bring people together. And uh, for that, we thank you very, very much. Thank you, Vince. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. Gina Lichty, one of the partners, as a matter of fact, one of the part founding partners of iDart Studios, but also, as we've already iterated, uh, many, many other 
initiatives and projects here in the city of Goshen. This has been the Sound of Goshen, Sounds of Success. Don't forget to join us for Sound of the Economy, Sound of Service, and Sounds Around Town. Here on the Sound of Goshen, pick us up where you normally listen to a podcast at soundofgoshen.com. I'm your host, Vince Turner.